Men and women of the Legion, welcome to the Legion lifestyle. Together, we can grow the Legion. Together, we can change the world. How do we do that? Share the show. Spread the word of our mission to change people's lives for the better, and together, we can leave the world better than we found it. That is the way of the Legion. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. In this episode, I sit down with a good friend of mine, and we have a phenomenal conversation about our redemption story and our views on fitness and fitness culture, along with just a a whole lot of good stories. I really hope you guys enjoy this episode. If you do, please consider giving us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Legionnaire Athletics. That's spelled L-E-G-I-O-N-N-A-I-R-E Athletics. Or you can follow my personal Instagram at I'm Dean and so can you. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to Legion Lifestyle. I'm your host, Dean. I have a pretty special episode for you guys today. Joining me today is my good friend, Miles, who I went to school with. And this is very fitting because in last week's episode, we touched on what it means to live the Legion lifestyle and what exactly that means to us. And Randy said something that I really liked, and that was that it's kind of a redemption story. And that's what today is going to be all about, a redemption story, which Miles is a very similar story to I, uh, that I do. And we're going to get into that a little bit. So, Miles, if you'd like to tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, how's it going, everybody? I'm I'm from Alburnett, Iowa. Like I like Dean said, I went to high school with him, and it was a great time. Everything else, you know, but at the same time, we went through a lot of hardships, and we did sports, we did a bunch of other stuff. Well, I ended up like for me personally, I was a big kid growing up. I was I broke two hundred pounds in fourth grade. That's that's how big I am. Like I I did not like that, but Twinkies were my best friend from for I like heard how that. many years, you know. Snowballs, snowballs, man. Snowballs. Dude. The only thing is about the snowballs was the coconut. The coconut is the one drove me nuts for a little bit just because the consistency. It's not the flavor. The flavor was amazing. But you guys don't know what snowballs are. It's a brownie that's filled with icing that's covered with marshmallows and fucking coconut. It's fucking phenomenal. My it girl. really is. Now I can eat them left and right. But back to what I was getting at on is that I as I as I went on, got into football and everything else, I, I kind of lost my weight. So I was 200 pounds in fourth grade, and then I was about 350 going into my freshman year. Then I dropped to 250 by my junior year, which I was in good shape at that point. I played football. I went to college for football after I graduated high school. That's just – I went to Iowa Central Community College, ICC Fort Dodge, Iowa. Yep. But I ended up gaining, I'm going to say, a lot of weight, another 110 on that. So, like, I'm going to say it, 410 pounds, 400 pounds. I, was, I broke the 400-pound 400 pound barrier not the greatest thing i ever wanted to do but it kind of happened and then i would i was working and everything i got out of college i still weighed that my weightlifting has gone down because in college i started losing a little bit but i didn't lose a lot i gained a lot of muscle but i just kept moving forward and trying to see if i can do something different yeah and, and then we're pretty fit pretty similar stature because you're six i'm six, six four six four so yeah. you're a couple inches shorter, couple shorter you, you which, look up to me don't yeah you? now <laughs> i do which i used to never do and now it's like oh hey now it's like i gotta look up this is weird it's weird to me now yeah but it all depends yeah because you know and i was the same way like going through high school i was i was very overweight i don't know what weight i was going i don't think i ever really got that big i, I mean my heaviest was uh, about a year and a half ago i was in the 340s but like through high school, I only got up to 260. But like very similar story, being the fat kid, and, and I know you got picked on quite a bit. Oh yeah, uh, growing growing up, which is coming from a small town is dude. That school bus, man, like that school bus was like that's where that's where the, that's where it all happened. Yeah, it wasn't in in front of anybody like in the school. It was literally you're going home on the bus. Like I lived outside Elburnett. 
I think you were living in town, weren't you? Yeah, I was in town. So you I, were, about, I walked to school. Yeah, see, exactly. Like me, so I, I was on the bus for an hour and a, like an hour or so because we had to do all the other routes. I was the last one to get off. So I dealt with that all the way through. I had this stuff happen to me. Like, oh, I'd be like looking at me like, hey, fat ass, stuff like that. Like, dude, I'm in seventh grade and these kids are going fat ass, like fat fuck, stuff like that. Like, come on now. Like, yeah, not very good for a kid at seventh grade, eighth grade. Even in sixth grade, getting getting that kind of kind of abuse, if you want to put it, however you want to put it. But the thing is, is that as you go on, it kind of gives you motivation as you get older that you're going to prove all these people wrong to where you want to be at. And that's what I, I love seeing that, even yeah. with other people. Yeah, because it gives you that that opportunity for that redemption story. And I know a lot of people just they they wallow in that shame for the rest of their lives, and they let that bring them down. And it takes that a specific kind of mindset. That, that flipping a switch in a sense is like, you know, like, fuck these guys. Like, I'm going to do what I want to do. Exactly. And I'm going to become the best version of myself that I can while all these losers are going to be where they were when I left them when we were 18 in high school. They're, they're all going to be in the same place doing the same thing. And I'm going to be on top of the fucking world. You're goddamn right. That's how it is. Yeah. That's, literally, people over years and years, people develop that after dealing with so much shit. It just but. Not a lot of people know how to flip that and be like, they're just kind of like wallowing in it, wallowing in it. And they're like, I don't know what to do. And they need the guidance. So that's why they turn to people like us or like a coach. So like in my case, like I, I lost weight and stuff after I got done with college. I worked as a carpenter and I was framing a house and I was on top of a roof. And I set my leg through this roof when I stepped on a, when I stepped on a seam on, on the roof. And at that point I said, my fat ass needs to go to the gym. I need to lose weight. I need to do something. So for six months, I was there seven days a week, three hours a day, and I ate like a rabbit. That's what, like a rabbit for me, I ate nothing but vegetables and chicken. Like, yeah. that sounds terrible. Like, now I look back at it, I'm like, that was a terrible diet just because they're bland. Who wants to do that? Yeah. But like, after that, I dropped 150. I'm, I was down to 200 or 250 pounds. And I'm like, all right, hey, I'm pretty content. But I never there were certain things I hit, certain things I didn't hit. So it was like I wouldn't hit legs very well, very much because I had ankle problems, stuff like that. And it was like, I'm not going to get past them. That was my mindset at that point. And then like a coach, like I said, getting a coach or something or get, having a friend help you out going like going to the gym with them. So my coach, Ken McClelland, OK, he's he's helped me out through all my stuff that through, through life. He's taught me so much stuff about life. And we should probably touch on that, that you're, you're a strongman competitor. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I compete in strongman. Yeah. So we have talked a lot before. I know I, I'm more in the bodybuilding world. I, I did compete in strongman just the one time. So mm -hmm. I have trained a little bit in that space. I know I was supposed to, I was supposed to compete against you and I didn't get to, <laughs> I was, I was actually a little upset with that. Yeah, I was like, come on now. You would have thrown me out of the water. Oh, man. I don't know about that. It would have, dude, that uh, would have been just fun. We would have, we would have had fun. See that, that competition, that was fun. But the, the log press I had, that was the first time I ever touched a log. And so like, that was rough. And then the farmer's carry, like, I don't like both my fucking thumbs, like dislocated. You remember you put yep. them back in for me? I'm like, yep. what the fuck? I remember that. But yeah, whatever. But <laughs> maybe someday I'll, I'll go back. But like, I've, I, even when I first started training, I've always lived in the bodybuilding space. Yep. And we've touched on in previous episodes about like the, the different, um, principle, the di different disciplines of this lifting, you know, there's the bodybuilding, the strongman, the powerlifting, the CrossFit. So as a strongman competitor, what is strongman? Like what is the discipline behind that? What kind of training do you do behind that? So a lot in strongman is you, you want to get strength. That's your biggest thing is you want strength and size, size and even weight. 
Like you want to be heavier in strongman due to the fact it is a true fact. There are people that say that it's not a fact, but you have to be big to move the big weight. It's like how I'm going to quote Rich Piana even. He's a famous bodybuilder. Yeah. You know, he's a legend. R.I.P. Yep, R.I.P. Like he, he would always say, you got to eat big to get big. People always ask people, how, you want, how do you get bigger? Eat more. And that's what strongman is. You got to eat. You got to discipline yourself to eat. You got to discipline yourself to train. You got to sleep. You got to make sure your health is in the top tier for being a big guy. Like you see all these professional strongmen like Brian Shaw, Thor, the mountain, yeah, Eddie Hall. Hall, like all them guys, they train left and right. Like I'm talking like three, four hours a day. They're in the gym. They're grinding. And then also, even when they wake up in the morning, they're making meals, they're doing all this and their meals are consistent of like three, 4,000 calories in a meal. Yeah. They like, eat like 10 to 15,000 yeah, calories a day. It, it's, and it's it's harder than hell to do. Oh yeah, like you're sitting there and like like us being you like, can't do that healthily. I, oh healthily, like, oh hell no. Like you have to you know switch. Like I know that's one thing that we talk about a lot here is like eating good clean food. But like yeah. to do that kind of lifestyle, you have to almost do the reverse and eat yep. like shit. You got to eat like shit to actually get those calories in, so you have something to burn. It sounds delicious. I I know. Like dude, there was a time like when I was first started competing. Okay, when I first started competing. It was funny because I actually would eat like three Poncheros burritos, fully loaded, man. Like anyone that knows Poncheros, which I mean, that is a Midwestern thing is what I have figured out. Chipotle is the big thing around the U.S. But wait, is Poncheros not everywhere? Not everywhere. It's weird. Like I've been I've been like in Florida and everything like I've never they don't even know what a Poncheros is. Really? Because yeah. like, I, I traveled for work, so like I've been everywhere. Yeah. But I guess when I'm out of state, like I've never specifically like I want Poncheros. See, and I did that when I was in Florida and Virginia, and I never saw Poncheros. There was huh. nothing but Chipotle. And I've I'll be honest with you, I've never actually never had Chipotle. Like really? I I really did I not want Chipotle. it because I had Poncheros, That's and fair. I've heard people Poncheros and Chipotle, especially in Iowa here. It's like, do I really want to like? take chipotle see i, I take chipotle like it's it's a bit cleaner it's less, it's less it, fatty but i will that's get, come from my my life i get that completely yeah. and so but like i would get like three ponchos i get everything on them everything okay and i'd have to eat that i'd eat them in one sitting i got to that point i would order pizza okay when, in iowa you know, or anywhere you know a pizza fills three people up four people up yeah i'd have two or three of them things right to myself and i would eat them in one sitting Okay, I would I was eating dirty, but the thing is I was gaining I was gaining weight off it, but at the same time I was burning enough calories from my training to keep it so I stayed in a smaller state, but at the same time my muscles were growing. I was getting all that nutrients from the non-fat, like the non-fatty shitty stuff in the food to go into my body to actually help me build my muscle. Yeah. That's and everybody doesn't realize that. Like when you're a strong man, that's just how it goes. Like you're going to sit there, you're putting your body through absolute hell to get to where you want to be. And that's what strongman does. But the thing is, is that it's just, it's a great time. It's, it's literally a, competing is like, how do I put it? It's like, it's a feeling you just never had. Like, and getting to that point is literally just one of the best things ever. It's like, you'll get there, you'll be nervous. Like, it's like being, going into your first football game. Oh, that yeah. you've ever played yeah. you sit there and you're feeling like oh wow i'm like i'm gonna be sick like aka uh, just to say here like my first my or my senior year of high school i was a very nervous person because we had to do good we wanted to do good i got sick for every game okay that was it was like a tradition <laughs> it was really weird i would find some place like we had a crick behind 
a crick over there, you know, yeah. behind the football field. Yeah. I met that probably, I don't even, nine times. We had nine games. I met that that many times because I was like, I had to puke somewhere. Yeah. That's how it went. Yeah, and then, you know, especially come, being the big guy, it, it's, it's such a weird dynamic coming from, like, the small towns because being the big guys, like, we got picked on a lot until yeah. it came to football, and then everyone loved us and everyone wanted us to do good and everyone praised us. But then you get outside that, and it's like, you fat piece of shit. Yep, exactly. And it's just like, what's going on with that? It's like, yeah. and you feel it because in high school, when you're like that, you feel like you're on top of the world. Oh, like, yeah. they're giving you that kind of false sense of, like, you're going to do great in the world and everything because you're a big guy, which – I do get it at the same point, but at the same time, I don't just because it's like you're not really taught anywhere how the real world is going to be towards you anywhere. And so as you get into the real world when you're younger. Yeah. And coming off of, you know, that, that kind of life that we lived through high school is like we, we got that kind of at least I did where that mindset like everyone cares. Everyone gives it like everyone's thinking. Everyone's talking shit about me. Everything. Everyone's going to, you know, be like uh, judging how I look and how I act and how I do things. But it's like once you get out of the real world, like no one gives a fuck. Nobody gives a fuck. Nobody. No, not a single like, fucking person cares <laughs> no. what you do. I mean, obviously everyone's gonna judge you, like if you're doing some stupid shit. But like, exactly. You know, like beating your wife. Like, other, oh yeah, like some people that we grew up with. Yeah, exactly. Like Jesus Christ, fuck piece of shit, dude. Yeah. Like that's no, I don't take that shit. Mm. And but the thing is, though, is that like as we got out of everything and did. And got on with our lives. Like when I, like when I said that Ken McClelland introduced me to Strongman, he put me through my first Strongman workout on a Saturday, and he just told me to try it. I was never so sore in my life. I I did literally. I did this thing called a yoke. Yeah. yeah. Which I mean, I know you know what I a know, yoke but, yeah, is. Explain. But like, so a yoke is like. So back in the day, this is how it was the easiest way I can explain it. Back in the day, they used to plow fields with yaks, where they would put. A th- like a plow over the top of them and they put and the a fucking pull- yak yeah a yak it's yeah. an ox an ox a yak whatever the hell yak it don't is matter very different i don't care where the fuck but you get the potato yak potato in motherfucker <laughs> no no i that's what i'm saying potato potato <laughs> i don't give a fuck and so it was like so what they would do is then they would plow the field with that on their back so it came into the th- came into strongman i mean years ago but so what you do is you get into it like you're getting into a squat and you tighten up and you lift it up and you're going to walk it for feet. So you're in feet or whatever metric, you know, meters. How many meters you're going to do? This is America. It's America. Fuck we do meters. feet. Yeah, that's how it is. Come on. Now. Imperial system all the way. Exactly. I'm with you. I know kilograms. <laughs> I don't get why they do kilograms everywhere. No, it don't make sense. Yeah. Fucking stones. Hey, 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 hey. I like stones. Okay. Like the weight, I know. Oh, the, like, I know yeah. the weight stones, not yeah, yeah, yeah. not the strong not, man, not Atlas stones, but like you know, like oh, I weigh 10 stone. Like, the fuck? yeah, it's like, what the hell's 10 stone? I don't know and what they that make is. Fun of us for using pounds, yeah, idiots. I don't get that. Hey, I mean, supposedly we're behind in the world, I don't get it. Eh, well, whatever, say that to our military's foot, exactly. <laughs> oh, shit. but <laughs> the thing is, so that's how one of the workout, one of the training, or one of the I'm gonna say workouts worked. I'll put it that way. Kind of a fucked up wording, but, and then that same day I did sandbag over bar. So sandbags, everybody's seen it pretty much a sandbag. They kind of go with like, Hey, what you pack? Like, like stopping a flood or some shit and filling sandbags. It's kind of, <coughs> it's kind of like the same thing, but at the same time, there's companies that make these bags that you fill with sand and you do it to a certain poundage. You pick it up and you kind of, some people bear hug it. It all depends. Try to put it on your chest and you run it. 
That's what a lot of them is. It's runs, and then you load it, usually it's onto a platform or over a bar for reps. So I did that. I don't. Even, I can't even count. I can't even tell you how many reps I did that day. Of that it was. It was nuts. It was, and it, it was only a two hundred pound sandbag. Like it wasn't really. It didn't feel that heavy to me. But yeah. after doing X amount of reps, you're gonna feel like you're. You're gonna feel like death. But that's just rewarding. It is because you like, feel like you actually did something. You feel like you did something. It works, mu- and a strongman works muscles that you didn't know could get worked. It works everything, not just a certain muscle group. That's the thing I like. I love about strongman. It's like. You're using all these muscles that you didn't even know you could use because you're doing abnormal lifts with which have correct technique for everything to not yeah. do to do it right. So you don't get hurt. And also you have like like in your shoulders and stuff like you have your your in your shoulders. You have your delts, rear delts. You have all that your shoulders, in your back and your top of shoulder, everything like pectoral muscles. Everything just goes through your upper body. There's little muscles like twitch muscles that you never work from doing like bench. Yeah. Any of that. So it's like you get those all worked. You're like, wow, like I'm going to be sore for a couple of days now. Then you get to a couple of days later. It's kind of like leg day. You know, yeah. leg day, you feel great after you're done with leg day. day. You're good. You're good. Two and then days two later, days later. Like, oh, no. Leg day makes you its bitch. Yeah. So that's kind of how it feels. That's kind of how it feels. Yeah. That's one of the reasons I like to do so many like movements like a like a standing military press or something like that. Because it's still, you know, the bodybuilding movement. I be able to like focus on shit, but it works those kind of like little stabilizing muscles here and there that are going to, you know, that you you're not going to do from like a seated military press where you don't have to really engage everything. Yeah, but that's where strongman type lifts you're engaging everything. Because like I know I trained with you that one day, which I want to do more of, but like, you know, then when I competed, like I fucking hurt after that. It didn't help. I was also sunburned as shit because I didn't know it was going to be outside, and then. Yeah, I was not prepared for that competition at all because I was uh, on like a two week cut or two month cut. Is I was in I two, remember two that. months into a cut. Yeah, I woke up late, didn't get to eat, so I went in fasted on a two month yeah. cut, and I was dehydrated. I'm like, and I still did pretty decent. Yeah, and that. you were doing and you were doing a strongman contest and cutting. Yeah, like you never hear that. Like I had like my last contest I did, I had to cut weight, but it was only like five pounds, which I when I going into the day. Are going in from the night before, I was two and a half pounds over. I'm like, oh, I'll be good. I'll float that. You know, being a wrestler, you think you can float that, you know? Yeah. Nope. That didn't happen. And you had, I had to run to the sauna and all that. Yeah. I sat in the sauna for, I, I shit you not. I probably sat in the sauna for like half hour, 45 minutes or so with a sweatsuit on, or actually not a sweatsuit because I didn't want to go buy one because that shit's expensive. I got garbage bags, big ass garbage bags. <laughs> and I put them on my lower body and my top and top of my body. And I'm like, I'll be good, you know, sitting here sweating this out. Get out, only half pound lighter. Not shit. All that, yeah. And your contest, or your way in for your contest is literally an hour, hour and a half, two hours away. You're like, I'm fucked. Like, this, is gonna be, this is gonna suck. You're gonna get bumped up a class and you might get fucked up. But I ended up, I said, hell with it. I'm gonna try this out. I grabbed more trash bags. I put another one on me, on my top and lower body. Hopped in the truck, full bore heat. Didn't have anything to drink. I threw a chew in, you know, and I'm driving up there. And I had and I literally was just sweating balls. I get up there and it was it was really funny too. The guy that was weighing us in, he's a good friend of mine, you know. He him and his other buddy own a earn not giving barbell up in Dubuque. Yeah. We were up there and he said we had this scale on carpet. And I hopped on him like, I'm gonna do this so I can eat, you know. I'm hungry. I haven't eaten all day. I I stopped eating the night before. And so 
get up there and it says 253 pounds when I step on that thing. Hmm. 253 There's no way I lost like 23 pounds driving from Cedar Rapids to Dubuque, Iowa. No way. Their scales is fucked. Well, actually, it was funny because it was on carpet, so it fluctuated that much. We put it on a hard surface, and it said I was 272. Oh, shit. I had to be 275, so I was three pounds under. Fuck, yeah. I thought it was hilarious. I'm like, and they're sitting there, and after I was done, I had those garbage bags still on me. I ripped that. I, like, Hercules that shit off me. Like, I ripped it. Like, like you see how, like, Superman rips off the shirt? Yeah. That's how I did it with the garbage bag. And it was full of sweat, so you know how that went. So, it, it, yeah, I was going to say, definitely a lot uglier than oh, yeah, Superman, it's, but... Oh, yeah. But, hey, I, I like to think I'm Superman sometimes. Like, well, I feel yeah. like I am. You can do whatever you want to do in bed, but, like, the exactly. lights are off. So <laughs> exactly. No the lights sees. are off, so no one sees it. <laughs> so, I mean, hey, I think so. But then I ripped it off. There's sweat all on the ground from bottom and top. And oh, I'm just boy. like, after that, I went to Arby's. Yeah. It's, it's like a tradition for me. I go to Arby's after every single weigh-in. I get five sandwiches, two curly fries, and a, mo- a large mozzarella stick. And I eat every single bit of it, and I love every single bit of it. Fuck yeah, that's just how it goes. Yeah. So one thing that we we touched a little bit about on that I, I want to kind of dive into yep. is flipping that switch. You know, like we we had talked about. Oh yeah. Is so like for you, what was that trigger exactly? When when was that moment where it was like I I don't want to be this anymore. I want to do something different. Let me change. Well, so the thing is, I kind of. I touched back in high school when I was bullied and everything, you know, but I wasn't, I haven't flipped that switch yet. It didn't, it took me until about, I was 21, 22 years old. Cause like when I said I, was, I sent my leg through that roof, yeah, I was thinking about that entire time. Like people kept giving me a hard time, giving me shit about being just a heavy, heavy, heavy guy. And I'm like, I was content with myself for a little bit. And then people kept fucking telling me, I'm like, I'm fat, you fat ass, can't do nothing, shit like that. And then when I set my leg to that, that, through that fucking roof, you know, it gave me a reality check. And I'm like, everyone that told me, told me I was fat and was a fat fuck back in the day and all that. I kept, I went back and thought about that. And when I thought about that and for what happened, I'm like, I need to make a fucking change. I need to get my life in order. I need to get me healthier and everything else. So it flipped that switch in that. And then I even had people like outside, like I've met outside of high school, you know, that would still look at you like, well, you're, you're fucking fat. Like, I'm fit, you know, like, fuck you. I don't care. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know what? All right. I'm going to try. I'm going to not fit in, but I'm going to make a change for myself to make me the best person I can be. And I, me, my, one of my motivations is the rock. Okay. Not going to lie to you. That's a sexy man. I'm straight as shit, but that guy's sexy shit. And I looked at him. I'm like, I want to look like that motherfucker. That's me. I want to look like him. So I literally base everything off that. I'm going to get big. I'm going to look good. So after that, I flipped that switch. I'm like, I'm ready to go. Let's get this shit going. And after since then, I've gone with it. And I, I'm 273 right now. That's And that's the best. I, and I feel good at 273. You don't hear a whole lot of people say, hey, 273, I feel I feel great. Yeah. You, you don't hear that. It's literally, I'm two, 220 pounds, and I, I feel like I need to lose more weight. Yeah. So yeah. No, I'm right there with you because like I'm uh, just I'm, – I'm still – I'm not over – I'm under 270, but I'm like – I'm not exactly sure if I'm like mid to 60s yet. I'm still in that fluctuation period, yep. but like, and then like, even then once I get like lean, lean, like I'll still be probably like two forties. And then once I'm able to actually work my fucking legs again, yeah, I'll, I'll be able to you gotta quit fucking up your legs, man. Dude, It's, it's actually better. I was able to do kind of, I mean, uh, a leg workout on Thursday and I mean, it was 
it was light because you know like right leg leg extensions 10 pounds shaky looked like a bitch 170 pounds or 107 pounds with my left leg whatever yeah but like so I'm, I'm able to do it it's a lot of body weight motions but like after i did that i'm like okay it actually feels good if i don't push it too much like i might be able to actually start training again yeah yeah i get that yeah so like i'll be able to put some muscle back in my legs pretty quick but it's like to it's, it's weird thinking about weight and being especially coming from the the fat kid perspective of like well, I'm 300 pounds and I'm fat as shit. And I'm like, now I'm like, I'm still almost 300 pounds, but like, I look good as fuck. Exactly. And the thing is, and I'm going to chime in on this here. Where I, I remember when you were out leg pressing me, I remember that. And you called me a little bitch. Oh yeah. Back at- yeah. Back when I, we were at <laughs> iGym, iGym back in the day yeah, man. when I first started, I was looking good. I was feeling good. Yeah. And- cause, Cause you came in to uh, train me a little bit for uh, that strongman competition. Yeah. I tried to help up, you out a little bit with my like, shoulder press and stuff, teach me some stuff to do. And then you were doing leg press with your a buddy of yours. And I'm like, Oh, let me hop in there. We, I think you had like eight plates on there or something like that. I think eight to 10, something like that. And you, and you got like, four reps in or yeah my, my legs just, weren't the strongest at that time come in and i ripped it out start like repping 12. it out i'm just like hey you know what fuck you and then you're like hey we need to add more weight and i'm like bro i'm fucking trying get off me man like i see how it is and then i'm just like all right well i gotta get my legs stronger now i now i can leg press yeah i mean my regular work one of my regular workouts i do 500 500 leg press but i do four sets of 10 four sets of 12 yeah and i can do that fluently does it suck oh yeah Oh, that's but, not fun. Yeah, I, I can't wait to go back in the leg press and do some drop sets. Because it was my favorite. Because like, I work up to like six, seven plates for, and I do, you know, four or five sets of like eight. And then I'd have somebody come over and do, I do a drop sound down just a sled for, you know, eight reps. You yeah. Know, eight of everything. For a drop set is like you, you start, go to high weight. So you have, you know, six plates each side. You know, you do five reps. You take a plate off each side, do five reps. Just keep going until you're done. Oh, my God. That that's dude, one of it, that's one of the best feelings. Oh yeah, oh it, it is, dude. Like when you get when you get up to your weights that you want to hit and you can hit it fluently. Oh, that's probably yeah. that's one of the best fucking feelings in the world, man. That's like okay, I'm just gonna compare it. I don't even care. It's like having sex for the first time, you know. <laughs> it's like I'm I'm kind of quoting Arnold. Like hey, like you get the feeling of coming in the gym. You get the feeling of coming backstage. You get the feel you get you get the feeling of coming day and night. Everywhere I go, I'm just coming. Just coming. <laughs> I fucking was one of the best best clips out there. On oh, the it is I, everywhere I've gone. I just come. Yep, just come everywhere I go. <laughs> it's it's a dude. But it, no, it it is. It's true. It, it's very. It's a very euphoric feeling to you know lift these heavy ass weights and and do this type of shit and get big and like look in the mirror and fucking you look fucking good. It's it's a euphoric feeling. I mean, you get that very you know gym bro douchey vibe, but like. To actually put on the muscle like this and to get big and to get strong, it's not an easy thing to do. It's not. And it's like like he's telling everyone about like this whole lifestyle that we live. Like it is not fucking easy. This is not for the faint of heart. Like oh, it's intense. No. It's hard. It hurts. You're gonna fucking cry. You're gonna fucking bleed. You're gonna hurt yourself. You're gonna get better. It's it's a constant struggle to be better. Exactly. But it's fucking worth it. It it is. You you fucking feel your best, you look your best, and it just be, makes you and it makes your work ethic go up. Yeah. Like it helps you in daily life. It's not like it's you're going to do this and this is all you're good for. I mean, you you fucking put that aspect in everything in your life. Like that work ethic will follow you till the day you fucking die. That's how it is. Yeah, cuz it, it builds that discipline and like I, I think we touched on last episode a little bit like it builds that discipline of being able to keep fucking going whether or not you want to like 
you're not going to want to keep going because it's going to hurt. It's going to burn. You're tired. Your muscles are sore. But you keep doing it anyways because you're not fucking done. Exactly. You got more to do. You got more left in the tank. There is so much fucking more left in you that you can do that you don't even realize and that nobody fucking realizes. You just got to do it. Yeah, exactly. You just, you got to do it. You got the discipline, like you said. Because, like, I'm going to quote somebody else here, you know. Hey, I love my quotes here. I'm not, I'm not, a, okay, I, I do agree with a lot of things he say, but Andrew Tate. Yeah. Okay, he's big controversial shit. Yeah, I know he does say some good shit. But he but... says some good shit. And the thing, is, the thing is, discipline. He talks about discipline in one of his podcasts he was in. And it's like. You ever want to wake up and just go go train? Fuck no. Nobody wants to get up and go do anything most of the time. But you know what? You fucking do it. You put in the time. You put in the effort. You're going to fucking get rewarded. That's pretty much what he covers on that. It's like he doesn't want to get up, do shit, but he does it because that's how he works. It's like programming yourself to do what you know needs to be done. Because if if it was easy, everyone would do it. And it would and it would literally make life so much harder in the long run because everything's fucking easy. The things that are worth fighting for are harder than shit to get to. That's yeah. literally what the whole idea, the concept even of lifting is. Yeah. Like you're gonna put yourself through pain, you're gonna put yourself through hell, you're gonna sit there and you're gonna literally build yourself into the person you wanted. You look at in the mirror that you can say, You're doing fucking good, keep going. And then but then the thing is you think you're you feel like you're content, you're not content. I, that's one conception in the bo- in any fitness industry like anything okay powerlifting strongman bodybuilding you're always looking that mirror and say it's not fucking good enough yeah and that's the thing like i really like about the whole bodybuilding scene is like and is like I, i'm gonna look in the mirror and yeah i'm i'm not gonna lie i have body dysmorphia like a motherfucker oh yeah and i got that mainly from being fat but i know every every bodybuilder body in, in a sense like does because it's like you're going to look at yourself and be like, well, I can improve here. I can improve here because you're always going to be better. And that's not just with your body and your fitness. That goes to everyday life. Like you can always improve. Your work can always be better. Your lifestyle can always be better. What you're doing day to day, whether you're in fitness or whatever the fuck you're doing can always be better. Exactly. And that's, and that's everything, everything. You can always be better at whatever, like hone your craft. You know, you're good at it. Fucking do it. Yeah. Keep going and don't stop until you're like, I am the number one guy here to where I can fucking tell you anything that fucking you need to know. Anything that I can do, you can do because I did it. Yeah. I mean, for example, say you're working in sales and you got you get to a point where you're selling, say, $10,000 worth of shit a month. That's a good fucking number. Yeah, damn right. So you're content and you stay there. And now, you know, months and months later, after being content at that 10000 everyone around you is they're selling 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 even a hundred thousand dollars worth of shit every month, but you got content at that hundred thousand or that ten thousand dollars that you were selling, and now you're the lowest fucking earner. Everyone's doing better than you because you got fucking comfortable and you stood there. This whole lifestyle is about being uncomfortable and never fucking being content with where you are and what you have. It is always better to try and be better. It's like I, I keep a quote I said, uh, I think in the last episode, and I say to myself every day is. I, uh, I I strive to be better than I was yesterday every day, and I will die before I quit. Goddamn right, and that that's the be- and that's the best mindset you can have. That's that's daily life. You have the best mindset right there. And if everyone in the world could get a mindset like that, that's literally that would fix this fucking world. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, that'd I agree. Make, that'd make people want to actually get up off their ass and do something. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons I, I started doing this is. You know, even if I can only inspire one person throughout all of this, that's good enough because I, I did my part to help change the world. But it's like I want to inspire as many people as I can 
to be better. Because you look around in this country and there's so many fucking people that are content with just sitting on their asses, not doing a fucking thing. They just want to go to work, work their mediocre ass jobs, put in no effort, come home, watch Netflix, shove a fucking pizza down their throat and just get fat and lazy and, and they're happy with it. And then they're going to wonder why the hell 10 years down the line is now my 600 pound life kind of fucking deal. Yeah. And yeah, that show is supposed to be about them losing weight and shit, but. Why let yourself get that fucking big out in the first place? Why are we glorifying fat people? You're goddamn right. And coming from two fat people. Yeah. Like, why the fuck are we glorifying that lifestyle? The whole body positivity thing. Like, yeah, you should be happy with who you are, but you should be want- wanting to be fucking better. It, like, I don't understand how pe- it, it pisses me the fuck off. You're fucking right. That these motherfuckers are out here being like, look at my fat piece of shit body that is diabetic and unhealthy and you're trying to tell me that is a picture of beauty and health go fuck yourself yeah, exactly you are fat and unhealthy there is nothing inspiring about that no not at all it's like okay yeah you're comfortable in your own skin that's fucking great yeah, okay that's fucking amazing that's awesome but the thing is you want to fucking be better you want to fucking literally make it you want to live to your, you want to live past 50 like yeah. you're fucking gonna be five six seven eight hundred fuck there's people that are a thousand fucking pounds that literally are like, I don't want to lose weight. I don't want to do that. I'm going to do what I want. Yeah. Like, yeah, they say it's a fucking American thing where you can, you can fucking go do whatever, get 600 pounds and die when you're 50. Okay. No, I'm not doing that shit. No. I'm going to make sure that I fucking, one, I'm going to live past 50. I'm going to live, I'm going to make sure damn well that I've lived just a good life. But the thing is, for the people that are doing now, how they glorify all the, but if you say anything, anything to anybody, like, hey, like, you're heavier, you know, you probably should, I'll try to get healthier. That's fat phobic. Yeah, it's it's taking negative. And I mean, it's it's something that's always been rude to say. But like, no, if, if somebody comes up to me and be like, "Dude, you're fat," be like, "I know, I'm working on it. Like, I'm trying yeah. really fucking hard." But it's like, it's it's one thing. And I mean, coming from people a place where we got called fat all the time. Yeah. And I mean, I, I guess so. It's kind of a you know contradictory for us to say that because it really like is. It, it fucked us up mentally. But like looking back, that kind of gave me the drive to be better. Because if no one would have made fun of me for being fat, no one would have told me and picked on me and bullied me as they as much as they did for being fat. I I would have been like, oh, I'm fine. I don't yeah. I don't need to do it. Like I'm fine where I'm yeah. at. Like I'm healthy. But I mean, it's like I said. I think like in episode one, maybe a little. It's like if if you are fat and you're happy and you're content and you're living a good life, like that's fine. Yeah. Like, you know, if, if you're still you. if you're still doing good for the world, but like, you know, you, you don't want to lose weight and you don't want to work out like that. That's fine. Yeah. That's good. Good. Good for you. But do not push that shit on me. Exactly. It's, it's the same thing with like all these fucking religions and everything out there. It's like it's like you can believe in whatever you want to believe. I'm going to believe in what I, I want to believe. Do not fucking push your beliefs on me, especially when they're negative, like being fat or being unhealthy. Yeah. and All this other shit like be, live your life i don't care exactly keep it the fuck away from me yep exactly like the thing is that like some people like for us lifting is our fucking life that's our passion we love it other people i mean they're not big into lifting i mean okay that's fine there's other way there is other ways to make sure that you can get healthy there's other ways there always is but it's like for us ours was we're gonna lift we're gonna lift weights we're gonna get fucking big we're gonna make sure we fucking cut that down and we're just gonna we're gonna look the best we can be strong as shit and do all that. That's what we're going to be. And we're going to create the image. What we want us to be in other people's heads. That's what we want. Yeah. Not. And the thing is in their head and like other people's heads, they tell, they will tell us like, you look great. Don't stop. Or you like, you're great. You're good. And then us, it's like, we're not done. We're not good enough yet. Yeah. We, we're going to build. And 
when you hear that, you're still going to build up and still push past, push past your limits. Yeah. That's what you're going to do. Every, everyone in like lifting community, any pretty much is in any profession or whatever. They're going to try to push past their limits to try to get to where they're going to be the best of the best. That's what they want to do. Yeah. Once you get into this lifestyle, like there, there is no finish line. There is no goal. You, if you don't fall in love with the journey, the process of this, then you're not living the lifestyle. If, if you have a goal, you get it, you're going to quit. The true goal is to fall in love with what you're doing yep. and fall in love with this lifestyle, fall in love with the eating, the, the uh, you know, the not great tasting healthy foods, fall in love with the getting up and going to the gym, even if you don't want to. It's like I, I work, you know, 10 hour days. I stand on my feet all day. Yep. Like by the end of the day, my legs, my fucking feet hurt. But like, I'm still going to the fucking gym at, for two hours at the end of the day. I'm still going to go do what I need to do. I'm still going to get my meals in. I'm still going to get my water in because like these are the things that I have programmed into my brain that I need to do. I don't want to do any of them. So it, it goes back to the whole thing, uh, you know, fuck your feelings. Like yeah, They don't, they don't yeah. matter. You know, you're never going to feel like doing any of this shit. You no. just got to fucking do it. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what you got to do is, yeah, fuck your feelings on it. To put your feelings that you're having, like you're sitting there, you're sitting there on the couch, you know, and you know, like, hey, I need to make a change or something. Put those feelings in the back of your throat. Put them down in the deep yeah, way depth, down, way deep, deep in your deep throat. In, yeah. Shove it. <laughs> I like how we took that and went that way with it. But okay. Well, the hand motions the hand, you're doing, I, I know. I know. I know. I'm not thinking about the hand motions I'm doing there. <laughs> but yeah, I, nobody can see my hand motions, which is completely fine with me. But we'll have a video eventually. Oh, yeah. That's going to be great. <laughs> and then, uh, so like. <laughs> Why didn't I think about that? <laughs> um, so, like, put that deep down, put it deep down in there, and be like, "I got to do this." Yeah, like that's that's the thing you got to get past, and that's everyone's thing that they don't like to get past. They, yeah, they just want to be like, "All right, hey, well, I'm gonna stay here." Yeah, you know, it's like it's it's the same kind of concept. Like, you know, if you fuck up and like need to apologize for something, like suck up your fucking ego and put it. it put it in the back of your mind and just go fucking do it. Exactly. You know, you got to do it. Do it. Yeah, that's least- exactly how it needs to be. Like. How they always told us, man up. Yeah, nut okay. up. Be a man. Nut up. You know, nut up or shut up. Yeah. Hey, Woody Harrelson, right there, Zombie Land. That's what I. That's one saying I will always use. I don't even care. <laughs> but and then coming from like like our our perspective on life and oh fuck, I had a thought and it's gone. Shit. Oh shit. No. Oh, I hate when this happens. I know it, dude. That that shit sucks, man. It'll, God, it'll come back eventually. It'll come back it'll literally come about back. 10, 15 minutes later. Like, and then you're like, Shit. Hey, the I conversation will have moved on and it's not worth it anymore. No, it'll still be worth it. No. It's going to be so relevant. We'll, we'll see. It might we'll be see. realistic. We'll see. I have no idea where the fuck I was going with this conversation oh, now. Fuck. But yeah, no, you just got to, you got to show it all back and, you know, back down in the back yep. of your throat, deep down in the fucking depths there. Yep. And <laughs> making direct eye contact. <laughs> direct eye contact as you're telling me, shove it deep down in the back of your throat. Oh, you know what I'm trying to do. What's up? Oh, okay. I, I know how you're doing this. All right. <laughs> Two hairy men alone in a room. Hey, I'm just saying, $20 is $20. The you mic know. stay on. The mic. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, the next thing you know, they're going to try to say, hey, you're going to start an OF with just that one little thing, you know? Oh, shit. I mean, hey, I'm down to selfie pics. Hey, I mean, I tried. <laughs> You would. Hey, hey, I, I'm just saying this right now. My feet, they're the ugliest fucking things you can see. But I'm going to tell you this right now. Some guy out there will be like, that guy's got some really nice feet. I'm going to buy some pictures of that. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it, it's weird going from, you know, where we were in life of being shamed for being fat. And then, so do you ever get shamed for being healthy now? Because I I'd get it pretty often, like, like, you know, what, you don't want to get fucked up and eat the shitty food? Like, what do you, why are you going to the gym so much? Why are you eating healthy? Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Ever, ever since I started this lifestyle, 
Yeah, I have gotten that before. I've gotten it from like people I know, even random people. Like, like we we me and you both know. Like we've worked in downtown Cedar Rapids. You know, we that's yeah. where we worked at, at bars. And yeah, shit. we both worked. We both both worked security. We like built for that shit. Exactly. I mean, hey, you gotta have big guys doing yeah. it. Well, this is the thing: is that random people will come up and they'll be like. You guys are big. It's like, hey, let's, you want to go get like fucked up on this? You want to do this? Like, like even when you're when you're off shift, it's like, and they pretty much you have bigger people that even come in that literally are like, you'll wear a shirt that like fuck your feeling shirt, crown style shit. Yeah, they'll get mad at you because you're wearing a shirt. Because yeah. and it's like shit like that, and then you're like you're wearing that because it's making you look big and everything else, trying to be all healthy. And I've had that happen multiple times. Yeah. multiple like how the fuck are you gonna shame me for bettering myself like i understand getting getting you know made fun of for being fat and shit and and it's but it's like to make fun of somebody for being the best possible exactly i was like tell me how that makes sense because i'm out here fucking winning what are you doing yeah it's exactly like what what color is your bugatti yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i got three bugattis okay <laughs> fucking oh, I, I can't god stand this voice. i know it's just funny though but no that's exactly it though is yeah. what are you doing? Because I, I last night I had a guy come up to me, just some random dude. He's like, "How tall are you?" I'm like, "Oh god!" And I'm like, six six. And he's like, "You play football or something?" I'm like, "Nope, just a bodybuilder." And he's like, "What are you so big for?" And I'm like, "Yeah, because I want to, because I can." Exactly. Genetics. I don't know. Pick your poison. He's like, "I don't understand how people can do that." I'm like, "You don't need to." Yeah, I love it. Exactly. And then he stood there and he was, he was trying to like come up to me and then give me excuses for why he's not doing what I'm doing. And I'm like, yep. like the, the, the fact that you had to go out of your way to come and give me excuses to why you don't look like me tells me that you, you already know that you're not doing what you need to be doing. That, that tells me right there that you already know that you're fucking up in life and that you're fucking exactly. losing. And like, I'm, I'm sorry that like I'm 20 years younger than you and I'm already started you know, taking care of myself which brings me to a point like you're never too young to start this lifestyle. You're never too old to start this lifestyle. Yeah. You know, you can be in your 50s and your 60s and make flip that fucking switch and live your best version of exactly. yourself. You can do this at any point in your fucking life. You just got to do it. And and the thing is, too, is that like there's even certain places like around the U.S. and in even Cedar Rapids and stuff, too, that like gyms, certain gyms, they cater to a certain type of business, if you want to put it that way, like. The gym I'm affiliated with is the Anvil. And that pretty much they help you achieve what you want to achieve. And they will keep pushing you and push through your limits to try to get you to where you want to be. And actually not even try. They're going to get you to where you want to be. Everyone there. That's when you go over there, they don't fuck around. You don't walk in there and there's not there's not people going, oh, let's throw this around. Let's throw this around and fuck around with like uh, the foam roller shit like that, breaking them. I mean, like high school kids like to do. Yeah. But there's one. I'm calling out a gym right now. I don't Go even care. It. Okay. Planet Fitness. Honestly, fuck them. I exactly that. There, they they try to say they want everybody to be more fit, but they get Fridays. They have pizza fucking Fridays. You can get a full fucking pizza while you work out. Yeah. What the fuck? And then I've been, the three four times I've been in there, or well, actually three times, I've been kicked out. Yeah. And not even for like good reasons, like for the shittiest reasons you could possibly think of. So like my first time I was in there, I was helping a buddy of mine. I was just, he wanted to work out. So I went over there, went over there with him and said, hell, I'll work out with you. That's fine. 
So I went over there and I was wearing a bodybuilding tank top because you know what? I was that douche for a while where I'd wear bodybuilding tank tops because, hey, I used to never be able to fill one out. Now I'm filling one out pretty good. No, I feel you. Like I wear cutoffs all the time. Exactly. Now it's like not to show off and be a dick, but it's more like I look in the mirror myself and that gives me that drive. So and you're like, like holy shit, like I look badass. Yeah. Like that's great. And see, like, and I had a lady come up to me and ask me to put a shirt on. And I looked at and I go, well, this is the only shirt I have. She goes, well, you're going to have to leave then. I go, why am I, why am I getting kicked out here? Like I haven't done anything wrong. She goes, well, you're intimidating other people. That's mm-hmm. literally what she told me. I was intimidating people. And I'm like, how am I intimidating people? I'll be like, bitch, look at and, me. I'll, I'll intimidate with or without. Yeah. Her and I'm just like, and she's like, well, you're making people feel uncomfortable because you're, you're a really big guy working out in here. And I said, I'm not going to lie. I came off as a douche on it. I don't even care because I know she thought it. But I said to her right out, I said, don't say I'm intim- intimidating them if they want to look like me. Then yep. they know that it's like, hey, this is the wrong place to try to look like me. Yeah. It, it is. Like, because at that point, I look at myself and I'm like, I'm doing better than a lot of people in here. Like, even the trainers over there and everything else, like, they're small as can be. They might know their, they might know their stuff. Don't get me wrong. But it's like, you know how they always say, don't trust a skinny chef? Don't get me started on fat trainers. No, I know. No, what I'm saying, I, I'm not doing that. Yeah. But the thing is, what I'm saying is like, you're trying to get people to get bigger, like healthier. Okay. You're a smaller person. Yeah, being well, a maybe, trainer. Not, maybe not even bigger, but like just, just healthier, healthier. in general, you know, yeah. big doesn't have, you know, you don't it, have to get the huge muscles. Like exactly. Just fucking move. Just move. And like, there are smaller people that are very, very knowledgeable and there's, everyone is knowledgeable in their own way. But like when you're trying to, somebody asked to get bigger arms or bigger legs, whatever me personally, I go to the per- person that has bigger arms, bigger legs, whatever that is bigger, that is better than me. Yeah. And I ask what they do. Exactly. Cause somebody that's actually done it is going to know more than the guy who's just read books and learned about exactly. it. Exactly. Cause that real world experience is going to be so much more cause they're going to know what it feels like. They're going to know yep. what it actually fucking feels like to do these things and to lift these weights and to, and to live that life exactly. specifically. Whereas the, the nerd who just read about it, like they they might know all the knowledge, but they're not going to actually know it. Yep, exactly. And that's why it's like, even like in the second time, well, I, I went in the second time at Planet Fitness here too. So when I went in the second time, it was actually kind of funny because I didn't even, I had headphones on. I don't like wearing headphones in the gym, but like at a commercial gym like that, I wear headphones. The music I don't, sucks. It, it does. I don't want to listen to oldies and pop music. Yeah. Who the hell gets motivated with pop music? Nobody. Yo, I was in a public gym one time. They had Ed Sheeran on. And yeah, I was who, like, how the fuck? How yeah, the fuck I want to listen to Ed Sheeran. Oh, I'm going to get such a good workout. I'm going to listen to him and I'm going to listen to Shape of You and I'm oh going to listen God. to Galloway Girl. Oh my God. I hate that <clears> shit. And like for me, like, dude, I got to have like a Monomarth or I got to have, like, I love Viking metal, dude. Yeah. Like, I've gotten so big into Viking metal and just. I need some angry stuff. I need angry stuff. Yelling. Like, I want screamo music. I'm a huge heavy metal guy. That's what I listen to. Man. Yeah. And I'm in there. I'm blaring that in my headphones. I'm ready to go. I'm doing some chest. This is before I had my gym membership at the Anvil. And I'm going. I'm doing pretty good. And I barely, and the weight's in there. There's hardly, it doesn't go up high enough. But I had 90 pounds on each side doing these chest flies. And it's cable chest flies. And I barely touched the weight at the bottom. And I got the, there's an alarm in Planet Fitness, the Lunk, the alarm. lunk alarm, yeah. which it's not set off by noise, which it says that it's set off by noise. There's actually a button, yeah, they got a fucking button there's a button press. behind the fucking thing that they can hit and it sets it off. 
That set off on me four times. Did not even touch the weight hardly. It was a little like, it was literally like, like put a can down on a thing. Yeah. That's literally what it was. And then she goes, you're being extremely loud and disrespectful in here. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing I, I absolutely hate about Planet Fitness the most is because it's almost like they shame you for trying to put in effort and work. Like they, I mean, obviously like, so the whole business proposal behind Planet Fitness is that the owner of Planet Fitness is he, he wanted a place for his wife to go where she could feel comfortable. That is an amazing thing. Yeah, that is. But do not fucking shame people for putting in the work yeah. to be better. Like, don't like, I, I just don't understand that concept because the people that are in there like working and trying out like it's one thing if you're being a dick and you're literally throwing shit around and being an asshole that's one thing but when you're actually putting in work like it's hard to set down 90 90 pounds and have it be quiet yeah like it's like if you go you go above 50 for a lot of people like even there's like three quarters of america you know like they say like how is it like hell uh top one percent of americans can do 225 pounds on bench yeah, like, so I, I think it's you're in the top five percentage of the population if you can uh, bench press your body weight, squat yes. twice your body weight, yep. and deadlift like twice your body weight. Yep. That, I think something a, like that. Something close. They to had that. numbers and stuff in there, but it I've seen how many videos and how much like different facts about that that what they say about it. But like that how for how it is, like fifty pounds to a lot of people is heavy. Yeah. Like to me, I'm sorry, but that's not heavy to me. Not even Same. a little bit. Like you get up to like the hundreds, hundred and twenties. I'm talking about dumbbells here. That's where we're getting heavier. Yeah. That's where I'm feeling it. You're doing chest press with 120. You put the 120s for a ride on the incline. That's doing great. That's awesome. Like there's not a whole lot of gyms that have that 120 pound dumbbell. And, but like for that, they're like judge free zones. But what do you consider judgment? Cause like you can sit there and you can give constructive criticism to somebody to try to make them better so they don't get hurt. Or you're going to sit there and you're going to be like, oh, well, if I say this, you know, I'm judging them. Yeah. Like, that's that's a crock of shit to me. Like, why are you going to sit there and tell you that I'm judging you, which in a sense, yes, I'm judging you, but I'm not judging you because you're in you're in the gym trying to make yourself better. I'm this is a misconception about people at the gym. Any gym you go to there, you do have douches in there that will judge you for being like AK fat or skinny, whatever, you're going to get made fun of. There's, there are certain gyms that have douches like that, which they give the fitness industry a bad name. Like, I think that's ridiculous. And the other people that I will never shame somebody for going to the gym to make themselves better. They're trying to make themselves better. That's how it's going to be. And so I'm just saying that like for that, like if you want to give constructive, constructive criticism, to somebody, you just, you do it. And if they take it, you don't say it like dick wise, but you say it like, hey, like, here you go. Like, you're going to say this. Yeah. Give it constructively. Yeah. It's like we talked about in, in last episode a little bit. Like, like, you know, no one really likes it, especially in the gym. It's kind of gym etiquette. Like, you don't do the whole unsolicited advice thing. But exactly. Like, like, you know, we do talk and, and we've covered this whole kind of like gym misconception yeah. thing quite a bit. But it's like, you know, if somebody's about to fuck their back up, like, hey, hey, hey you might want to try doing this like this. Just like, exactly. I, I don't want to see you hurt yourself. Yeah. But it, it's, it's one thing to approach it like that versus like, what are you fucking stupid? Why are you doing that? Yeah, exactly. You know? and, and so yeah. it's like that, something like that. Like I can understand the whole judgment free zone or whatever the fuck they want to try and promote over yeah. there. But like, if anything, they judge you for trying to work. Exactly. And try, they're, they're judging you for actually betting yourself. Cause a planet fitness, I kind of equate to like, 
like big pharma. Big. They're not trying to make you better. They're trying to make you a customer. Yep. Like they they're giving me that pizza because they, they they don't want you to get healthy and figure out this life. They want you to like I'm gonna go walk on the treadmill and then they're gonna feed me pizza and then I'm yep. gonna you know they're they're treating you like a fucking dog. You're goddamn right. Like you hey if you come here and you put in this little bit of effort we're gonna give you a treat. It's like what the fuck like no yeah there is no reward for this the reward is you're gonna live a healthy life exactly like there is no fucking treat at the end of the day no like unless you're me i like grits and peanut butter oh, oh dude, grits that's, and peanut butter. that's that, my shit oh, that's a, like, mine's oatmeal and peanut butter man. see I, I love grits grits peanut butter sometimes blueberry but like okay okay yeah, that's blueberry, I can do that. like so it's, but no like there, there's no fucking treat there's no fucking reward you're doing this for yourself and no no for no reason exactly and, it's it's the same thing as like as I say like you gotta love the process like if you're doing this for a reward or for a compliment or for something like that like you're doing this for the wrong reason exactly and like and like to say too like I'm kind of I'm backtracking a little bit here. yeah go for it this is free form we go all yeah over we the go place. All, all over the place so I'm backtracking to back to where like when I was bigger and everything like fat wise this is a thing also like flipping the switch. Like you always have to have that motivation and you kind of think in your life where like you have people that help you get there, which you have two different types of people that help you get there. One, the one that get that gives you motivation because they were giving you shit saying like, fuck you, you're fat. You're not going to amount to anything and all that. Then you have the people that have been in your corner and that stay in your corner through all your hardships, through all the shit you're working through. The and real motherfuckers. The real motherfuckers, man. Like. I have a bunch of real motherfuckers in my life like, yeah. that have literally helped me get through all my stuff. I can I can name I'm gonna name the top five people that have helped me get to where I want to be. Yeah, fucking which give the shout one outs. Of, Samuel force this podcast down their fucking throat. Dude, I will. That's just how it's gonna be. Samuel Bowers, that Sammy. guy, dude, Sammy Bowers, that guy has been my best friend since I was four years old. Oh, I love Sammy. We give each other shit, and that's always how it's gonna be. That guy is ride or die, man. Good that's how it dude. is. And then. My, co- my coach, Ken McClellan, that guy has built me to what I am today. And he's going to keep building me because one, I could never have another coach, man. He's my OG. That's how it is. And he nicest guy. He's the, and he's the guy that knows his shit, his resume, everything. Nicest guy. He'll help you with anything you ever want to do. And he's always, he'll always be in my corner. Get me, get me everything. Or, well, giving me everything I need. Yeah. So like my workouts, my training partner. He's my training partner, dude. He was helping me get through all my shit. It was great. And I miss training with him. I want to, I want to train with him more. Yeah. Like that's what I want to do. Did he move or something? Or? Yeah, he moved. Oh. And so, I mean, we still talk all the time and everything, but like also Chad Sorensen, yep. he's always been there. He's, he's been my brother too. That's how it always is. He, he'll literally just call me up and see how everything's going. And then he'll, he'll literally comment on every, every video I post on Instagram. Or Instagram, TikTok, whatever he comments on that thing, he's like, "Beast, that that a boy." He'll call me and tell me about it, and how like even sometimes I motivate people out there. He's in Virginia. I'll motivate people in Virginia because he'll show them. I'm like, "That guy's huge." Like, I want to try to be like him. Like, that's inspiring to me. I'm like, "Holy shit!" I'm making a little movement, anyways. Yeah, and that when people tell you that they inspire you to be better, that it's such a heartwarming feeling. It is. I, I almost I almost cried at the fucking bar last night because there was a guy that you know. Uh, I knew him from uh, my old gym, and I mean, he was drunk as shit. But like, he came up to me, and he's like, "Oh, hey, man, you, you still go to the gym?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I, I switched over to my new gym." And yeah, and so, but he's like, "Oh, yeah, I, I kind of figured you did something like that." Like, I just want to let you know, like, you, you, 
you ins- you pushed me to be better and like you inspired me to be a much better guy and like, exactly uh, and like that just that fucking him in the feels really really it hard does. right there especially when it's just like in the moment because like you're not you don't expect that like even though i'm doing this and i'm, I'm literally trying to inspire people to be better like i don't ex- expect people to, like telling me like hey you're motivating me to be better you're inspiring me to do better but it's like when when people actually tell you that like it's heartwarming exactly it really is and i i love hearing like people say that to me even like around here like i've had friends of mine say that and they're like hey i'm getting to the gym trying to do my best i'm like that's the best thing that's the best feeling you can get especially in this industry even being a, like i'm not a coach or anything i'm i'm an athlete but like even from like a coaching perspective because i can kind of say that that it's always a heartwarming feeling for them to even hear that from even their clients or other people like yeah. that's what they do and another one, my dad, my dad, my dad's always been, my dad's my best friend. He's there. He's been there. He's been through thick and thin. He, he'll motive. He's always proud of me for what I do. And it, it'll always be like that. And I'm thankful for it. And I'm just, it's just, I don't even, I can't even put it all of these into words. Can't. It's hard. Yeah. And then all, then, uh, Katie, Katie blank, my girlfriend. That's you fucking yep. whipped. Uh, you know what? Nah. You, you can get off me, bro. <laughs> I don't know what it's like to be loved. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and so, like, thing is that we've been together for a year and three months. Well, so as I, like, right when I met her and I told her about all my lifting and everything, she's been right in my corner. She's always, and always tells me, it's like, you want to do it? Do it. Yeah. You pursue what you want. You pursue what you love. And she's seen me at a competition. I wasn't competing, but I was trying to help out people there to kind of, make sure they didn't get hurt or something because i mean i know what i'm talking about just because i learned from you've done I, it i've done it and i've learned from the best coach in iowa yeah actually i he's one of the best coaches ever that's what i think yeah and that's my thing is that i learned that so i want other people to know too like i'm not sitting there i'm not giving workouts or none of that stuff what i'm doing is i'm just showing them a little like tinks here and there to like like you lift in a stone don't bear hug it Go underneath it, put it, pull it into your chest, pull it up. Use your upper lats and everything to pull that thing up and get it over the bar, get it on the platform, stuff like that. Like little tinks, yeah, nothing big. You know, but, same like with what I do. You know, it's like I don't, you know, it's my random. You know, for example, I was helping out a friend with her lat pull down because like I know how to like yep. being in the bodybuilding space. Like you want to activate this muscle, I fucking got you. Exactly. And, like, like, hey, can you, you know, my friend, mine was like, hey, can you like watch me form with this lat pull down to make sure I'm doing it right. She did one rep. I'm like, I have so many notes for you. Like, yep. You know, sit straight up. Don't pull it to you. Pull it in front of you. Keep your elbows. In, you know, it's all that shit. Yep. It's just those, those random little little things. Exactly. And it, it literally gives you like the best like feeling in the world. Pretty much. That's how it is. Yeah. Like, and when you when people embrace this like kind of lifestyle, like there's two ways you can take it. One, you're gonna sit there and be like, I don't know if I want to do it because this could be a lot of work. Or two, you're like, I'm gonna be the best I can be. I'm going to embrace this and I'm going to make sure I do everything pretty much to a T so I can get to where I want to be. You can take it one of two ways. There's not a really a third option. You could take it. Yeah. And you're going to be either top 1% or you're going to be the rest of the percentage. Yeah. You're either going to be, you're either going to strive to be the best version of yourself every day, or you're going to be the worst version of yourself every day. Exactly. There's no, there's no in between with it. Yeah, exactly. And that's why it's like, a, it's something you got to choose every single day. And, Sometimes some days are harder than others, but you know what? You know how it's going to go every single day if yeah. you're in it. Well, it's like we said earlier, like it's, it's never going to be easy. Like no. even on the even on the highly motivated days, like it's still not easy. Yeah, like, you're going to put you in know, that work. Yeah, it's you're still going to hurt. You're still going to be doing the same shit, but it's rewarding 
nonetheless. Oh yeah, like hell, you doing stuff like this or doing any sort of fitness, doing fitness thing if you're competing in it. I don't care how young you are. You're you're you can range from 20 to 40, 50, whatever. But when you hit 28, like I'm 28, you know, but I'm gonna 29 this year, and. Sometimes I feel like I'm 80. Some days I'll feel like I'm 80 years old, 90 years old, you know, just because, oh, you know, right what, you're so, you. exactly. You're so sore and you're just like, oh, God, why do I feel like this? And then everyone tells you it's because like, you beat the shit out of your body. There's yeah. no ifs, ands, or buts about that. That's how it goes. And I'm like, well, shit. I mean, I enjoy this too much. I'm going to beat the shit out of my body regardless. So here we go. I got to ask a question because this is something that I've, I've wrestled with myself. But yeah. like when you were in high school, did you ever think that you would be where you are? Oh, I'll be honest. No, not I, not at all. Because in high school, I, in high school, like I lifted for football. That was my big thing. Like football, I. This was a plan actually for football. My dad and I always talked about it when I was in high school. So I would go through go through high school, play, get recognized, and then hopefully go to a D one football school. So I, I want to go to Iowa. I'm a Iowa Hawkeye fan. Been a Hawks fan for how many years? Go sports ball. Exactly. And so I was going to do that. And well, one, I'm not good in school. I was never good in sitting there through class or any of that shit. So I, that so explains a lot you dumbass. Hey, I get that. I don't care. I can be, <laughs> Hey, I'm smart about certain shit. I'm more street smart than book smart here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah, yeah. I ended up doing that. I ended up uh, going to a junior college, which were like, Hey, two years, junior college. And then go to D one school. Well then after that, I'm like, after I got done at my JUCO, which I ended up getting actually injured at my junior college and I had to have surgery on my ankle because I had a chip in my heel that hit every single one of my tendons and ligaments. So I still deal with that till this day, but it's not as bad as it used to be. And so that was a big thing there. And I'm like, after that, I'm like, I'm just going to work. I'll work, I'll work and make money and just be happy. Try to be happy with that. And then everything transpired to where it is today. And I'm, I'm happier than I ever was. Yeah. Like I never think I never thought I always knew I was a big guy, but I didn't really think I was going to be like, oh, hey, you're muscular. You're muscular. Yeah, there's you there's a difference between being a big guy and being a big guy. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's the emphasis on the big. Yeah. It went from damn to damn. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. And it's funny, too. Like in high school, like even like the people that are, like we're big guys now, the people that bullied like me in high school, I've had them come up to me at like bars and stuff. like. They apologize to me and shake my hand. See? I think I think it's funny. <laughs> Because it's like, oh, hey, you're shaking. You're apologizing to me now after 15 years. And just so because I'm a lot bigger than you and I'm muscular and I can whoop the shit out of you. Like, yeah, OK. I mean, I let shit go. Yeah. Like, it's still motivating to me, but I still let shit go. But oh, I yeah. think it's funny, though, because it's like, oh, hey, look at that. Yeah, because like, yeah, I, I try not to look behind me because I'm not going that way. You exactly. Know? But it's, it's funny because I have the opposite reaction. I, I've never had any of them apologize. But that's because they're all too afraid to talk to me. See, and I can see that though. Like, dude, I remember in high school, dude, you barely, I barely talked to you. We barely talked in high yeah, school. But I mean, like, you were you, also four years older than me. So. Well, I know that, but the thing is, is that no, but you weren't a talker. No, you weren't really a talker at all. You just sit there, you just walk around, you just mind your own business. No, not really I, give a I shit kept about to anything. myself because, like, if I tried to put myself out there at all, I got fucking shoved in, in the dirt. Exactly, and and it's funny because now, and then you got out of high school and everything. Hell, I don't think we even saw each other for what like three four years no because you know i went to college and i was living in grinnell for yeah. about two years and then i got out of that and i started traveling to work but it, yeah because where do we, why, why we dude i think it was actually when i was uh i was 23 years old and you were four years you were just tur- you just turned 21 actually that's 20- actually 24 years old 
and I saw you at Hazard for the first time after you got back from Ohio. Oh yeah, no, I would I would have been I think twenty two. Twenty two, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I figured it was at the bars. It was at the bars. We we started bullshit. I think we talked that night. I mean, we talked. I think for like two two and a half hours. I bet Probably, we just yeah. sat at the table and just bullshitted and just figured and this about how our lives were and everything else, dude. Yeah. Like, and because it's inspiring to see a fellow fat person like exactly coming out on the other side of it. Yeah, and I mean, obviously at that time, like I was still I was still fat. Like obviously I was still very fat, but I had, I had been working on it, and I was, I was big and I was well, fucking strong. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is too, though, is like you grew like how many inches? Because I was I was taller. I was like there was a time where I was like a whole foot taller than you, and then all of a sudden yeah. now I got to look up to you, which is total bullshit. Well, because like my my senior year of high school I was six four, and so I yeah. got another about two two inches or so. Yeah, and see, I was I was six four after. Well, I was I I think my senior year I stopped growing. I was six four in my senior year. Yeah. Because I was a whole foot taller than pretty much everybody. And I'm just like, I'm a tall guy. I always got to look down to people just because not saying look down isn't a bad way. But, you know, like, oh, hey, like, I could talk to you. I got to. But no, now it's like, oh, hey, looking at Goliath here. Like, holy shit. Yeah. Being at 6'4", which is, you don't hear that every. But, yeah, it's like, that was when, because I know that's when we started talking again and everything. And then. Ever since then, shit, we see each other everywhere. Then we both became, then we worked with each other down in Hazard County. Yeah. You know, yeah, good old Hazard County, you know, it was a great time. <laughs> you got your, your, you got fired. I didn't, I did not a, get fired. <laughs> I, I love telling that story, I know. man. I was sitting at the door. You want to tell that story? Oh, God. I, all right. So, yeah, we worked. Uh, uh, you were, te- I was supposed you're, to technically supposed technically to. Technically, you were supposed to work that night. We had a wedding. And I had a wedding. We showed up to the bar to drink and we weren't going to let. Yeah, with the, with the, with the wedding party. party but we won't let you in because you were supposed to work that night. That's, that's so, the rule. Like you don't, yeah, you don't show up. You don't drink. I didn't know that. So we won't let you in. So you were like, "Well, fuck it, I quit." And we're like, "All right, thirty day ban." Well, no, it wasn't thirty day. I got told. I got told three months. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. I was still fairly new. I, yeah, I you were still fairly like new. And, that point. I was at the door. I'm like, okay. And the thing is, <laughs> is that high miles. Yeah, I sat outside the entire night, and that was fantastic. You were fucking. You were pretty. You're, you're pretty oh, turned. dude, I was no, I wasn't even drunk, dude. I barely, I dude, I wasn't even drinking. I was just pissed. Oh, because you, because when you walked up, you're already pretty red faced. I, I was, assumed you were fucked dude, up. No, I wasn't. No, I wasn't. I was not. But whatever. But the thing is, no, no, that was an interesting night. I'll put it that much. I love telling that story though. It was funny. so many people do, and I don't know why. I it's, guess it's just a thing that people hey, like to, to listen to. I guess drama, drama in a small town. Drama in a small town. Everything else, everyone hears knows your shit. Oh yeah. And and I love spreading it. Yep, I know. That's how it goes. I mean, you can't thing is you get over the shit and that's just how it goes. Oh, yeah. By the way, shout out Justin for listening. I love you. Yeah, buddy. I haven't seen you for a while. But um no, yeah. I think that's probably we're we're, we're getting there about the episodes closing there, so I think that's probably a good place to wrap it up. Oh, all have right. To, I would say we could I could keep going on this for Oh yeah. No, how many hours? Definitely, definitely could. We're gonna have to have you on again. Oh right? yeah. I enjoy I'm these down. kind of conversations, and then hopefully next time we can have Randy and Megan in too. Oh yeah, that'd be yeah. awesome. They're going to be here today. We can have yeah. scheduling issues and all that, but you know, still got to get the pot yeah. out. Yep, yeah, exactly. And I got, and I tell you what, because I'm excited to hear their perspectives on everything. Also, like I love hearing everyone else's perspective on fitness industry, even like world stuff, like anything. Like it's just great to actually. It's like intertwining everything. Yeah. Like, it's just, I love hearing it. Well, it's like when I traveled for work, that was one of my favorite things to do. And it was so uh, expanding, or mind expanding for me is just hearing other people's lives and their perspectives yeah. on these different things. Because every single person has a very unique perspective on life 
and how it works and especially how to be happy and live a good life. Every single person is going to have a unique perspective. And the more people you talk to and the more people you can hear their perspectives. Yeah. Honestly, the better life you're going to live because you're going to be able to take all these different things. Like, I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that. And take all those and think about them and and implement them. And you're going to live such a good fucking life. Exactly. And that's, and the thing is like, like you said, like inspiring, inspiring one person, like, and the thing is like word of mouth kind of deal. Like that person gets inspired. They inspire somebody else. And then that, or they inspire two more people, three more. It's, it's literally a never ending chain that can be made. Yeah. And that, that's kind of exactly what my mission statement for exactly. this whole thing is, is like, you know, I want to be that light for one person. Yep. And if I can inspire one person to be better, maybe they get, like, you know, this podcast might not get huge and they might not share this with other people, but if I can turn their light on and they can be a light for other people and then that, that light's just going to keep spreading. Exactly. And that is rewarding enough for me. It is. And it's just, it's the same here too. Cause like you inspire one person, somebody like and you, literally, okay, I'm not ranting or anything. Cause it's not a rant, but so like you inspire one person, like me inspiring a person. And then that person sees like what they're doing. Another person sees what they're doing. And it's like, they saw where they got it from. Boom, boom. There we go. Like I, like I said before, chain reaction. Yeah. It's awesome. And it, it's like a movement kind of deal. Like exactly. you want to put it that way. And that, that's what that's what I'm trying to build here. I'm trying to build a build a legion. I'm trying exactly. to build this community, this family of people that are gonna inspire not only themselves, but the people around them. You know, if I can inspire one person in the family and they now the whole family's inspired. I, that's, yep. It's a chain reaction, trying to build a community here, trying to build a legion. But that being oh, said, yeah. thank you for joining. Um, thank you for listening. If you've gotten this far, we love you more than the people that don't. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you haven't already, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Legionnaire Athletics. That's L-E-G-I-O-N-N-A-I-R-E. I spelled out because there's several ways of spelling Legionnaire, apparently. <laughs> then people are dumb. But <laughs> I know I was. I, I had to Google it many times. But thanks for joining. Make sure to get out there, get some training in. Do something good with your life. Try and inspire the people around you. Be better than you were yesterday every fucking day. And try to leave the world a little bit better than you found it. Miles, if you have one piece of advice to give to everyone, what would it be? I'm going to say this. Anything bad happens in your life, just keep moving forward. Because every time you keep moving forward, you're going to make something great. That's how it's going to be. Hey, if you're going to drill towards something, drill towards the heavens. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Keep your head down. Just keep grinding. Yep. Join the Legion. Spread the word of the show. Let's get this pig. Let's go. You got anything else? I I'm good, man. I I you you know me. I could rant on. I could keep going with this for like a whole another hour and a half, dude. Like, yeah. No, I'm golden, man. Perfect. Thanks for having me. Of course, we'll have you on again. Hell yeah, dude. Peace out, y'all.